I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Layman's Term Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Yo, here we are. Here we are. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. We are we are continuing our journey, um, talking about the Holy Spirit. We've talked about it for the past couple couple weeks. What is the Holy Spirit? Kind of uh, you know, kind of our thoughts around it. And so and now we're talking about the gifts, the gifts, the gifts of the Spirit. Hey, what uh, you ever get a gift that you just didn't use? Um, yeah, unfortunately, and especially gifts that I've have you ever gotten a gift that you asked for and then you ended up not using it? Ooh, probably. Um, I, I remember, um, I remember like, you know, I'll ask for a lot of barbecuing accessories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. I want to see if our answers are the same. And so, um, I remember, I remember a couple gifts that I was like eyeing, you know, I was going to buy myself, but then birthday or something coming up like, Oh, here, here's a perfect gift. One of them was a little smoke box that you can put on your grill so if you're grilling and not smoking, yeah, you put a little wood, put little wood chips, wood chips in, in there, and it adds a little smoke flavor. I think I used it twice. It's still sitting on the back deck. Um, I don't think it did anything the t- two times I used it. So I was kind of like, this is kind of pointless. Haven't used it since. Um, I got, I received this mm-hmm. giant block of like pink Himalayan salt. It's like a oh, slab. Neat. Yeah, it's a yeah. slab uh-huh. for serving on. Yeah. Does it add a little salty flavor? I've never stuff? used it. It's in a box. But like, so I haven't used it. But you're supposed to, like, it's supposed to be like, you know, the, like, you can serve, it's like reusable. Yeah. I don't even understand it. I, because do you, I do you have to wash it, some of the salt off of the I haven't even block? gotten it out of the box. You should. I don't know. You should this weekend. But you're supposed to be like, just take a steak that's like 500 degrees and sizzling, just slap it on there and serve it. Really? Dude, you need it this weekend. I'll I'm use my it. smoke box. You use your smoke. Actually, I might borrow your smoke box. My smoke. Oh, ice, yeah. Little, add a little smoke yeah. to the steak, just a little yeah. bit, not enough to tell. Yeah. And then serve it yeah. on the salt slab. I've got some, uh, I've got some paprika that's smoked paprika. It's like smoked Spanish paprika. And it's, uh, we got it in this kit for paella. Um, it is really good. Pa- it's got the, the smoky flavor is just amazing to this thing. So yeah, if I'm grilling something, I want a little smoke on it. Just put a little smoky paprika on it now. And no wood chips. And no wood chips. No wood chips. Well, I ran out of wood chips and then I, you know, I was like, do I buy a package of wood chips? And then you got to soak them really good first. Now I use, I use that little, the little box. I have a gas fired pizza oven. Oh. And I use the little wood chip box. Uh-huh. Because it it rolls a little smoke, mm, it rolls a little, little smoke. Flavor. It rolls a little smoke in there, mm-hmm. um, especially at the top mm-hmm. where I you know put the pizza to you know, finish off. And I think something like a pizza, as opposed to like a meat or something like that, like a bread, will take on that mm-hmm. take on that smoke a little better. Yeah, and that's probably one gift that if I got, I probably wouldn't use a pizza oven. Uh, I've always wanted one. I've thought about it. Um, I actually have a buddy that has one, uses it all the time. And I'm like, dude, this sounds great. Like, I, I love pizza. Yeah. I love pizza ovens. You know, pizza the from a pizza oven, not my oven, right? 
Uh, and I'm like, I, I need one of these things, but like two, $300 for a, a, a decent one. Right. And, um, about every six months I, I start eyeing them. And then my wife's like, you were never going to use that. I'm like, yeah, it's probably, probably accurate. Yeah. We'll use like a couple times. Yeah, and I, then... I picked mine up like, uh, damaged the mm. damaged clearance thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the floor model mm-hmm. that got knocked over. Mm-hmm. Big uh, dent in the side. Yeah, it's pretty much everything I have. Um, <laughs> the damaged floor model. What does that say about you? What? What does that say about you? I You'd love, have a big dent in your side. I love used things. <laughs> um, <laughs> very, I'm trying to think, like, we should do a podcast of name something I was the original owner of. <laughs> wow. Would it be hard? <laughs> yes. Uh, hopefully underwear. Correct. <laughs> Bam. Podcast over. Podcast. I found it. <laughs> so, uh, gifts. Talking about gifts. Um, gifts are given to us from God through the Holy Spirit. Um, so, we, we uh, in in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, we read, um, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. All are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one is the same God at work. So, um, what things, what are some of the things that you typically think of when you think of gifts? Um, not your gifts in particular, but like, what do you think of like gifts from the Holy Spirit, like, like spiritual gifts. Yeah, what do you think of? Um, I think of like wisdom, mm-hmm. discernment, uh, the kind of ability to um, provide kind of that wise counsel. I think mm-hmm. that like often um, is a gift. You know, like like Solomon um, asked for wisdom mm-hmm. from God and. Um, you know all how how all that plays out through that wise counsel, and I think that's like a um, a gift that I know I feel like people are, are it's been bestowed upon them. Like people can just naturally go to and just yeah. like you know run something by them, and it's not like instant judgment or you know yeah, yeah. they'll they appro- and they give you good feedback. Yeah, they approach it mm-hmm. everything with the same um, steadiness. And rationale. And you almost know what they're going to tell you when you ask the question, right? Like, or maybe they almost you always don't, tell you. Maybe exactly you don't know what they're going to, maybe you don't know what they're going to tell you, but you know what they tell you you're going to respect. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, I, I always think of, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to use a Mitch word. Maybe it's a real word or, or, oration 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 right i always i always uh Warner, maybe it's a real word <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna throw it out there and like throw this out there it might someone <laughs> might be googling that right now um yeah i'm always i'm always um amazed at somebody that can uh and not not just have the ability to not be scared to talk in front of people but the people that but are like, to do it effectively to do it really effectively and like they can they can just off the off the top of their head, like not have a prepared speech or whatever, get up and do a 15, 20 minute, you know, Ted talk or, you know, conference or whatever. And I was the best man at my brother's wedding. I feel like yeah. I should owe him. You a, rocked a that. Apology. Oh, you didn't rock it. Yeah. I've, 
but then uh, what? Do, what do you when you get a second chance? It's a, a redemption opportunity. A redemption. Yeah, my little brother was like, "Here, try again." <laughs> I think I did way better that time. Well, that's good. I always don't know what to say in those situations either, right? Um, uh, so, but anyway, I, I I really appreciate that that, and I think that's a gift. Now, you know whether you use the gift for the right. Uh, way or not, that's something else. But that gift, and not necessarily the gift to convince people, but the gift to be able to just um, talk about something in a way that everybody just gravitates towards because it it makes sense, you know. Um, I think that I think that's a, a pretty uh, pretty great gift. But that, I mean, that kind of brings a point to um, have you ever have you ever seen somebody with a gift, and you're like, man, I really want that gift. Like that would be great. If I if I could do that, think of oh, all the things I think could about, do with it, right? Yeah, I have this weird uh, contentment thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I know you do. You know, I kind of roll know. with you know. So one of my favorite plays. Oh, that's neat, right? <laughs> like that's that's neat for you. Keith. You say that a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, like Keith, like all this technology and communication things and abilities to you know <laughs> whatever like, like dude three hours and i was able to do this that's neat oh that's, okay cool. that's really that's awesome i don't way. really want to be able to do that it's really cool it's impressive yeah and i i think that's i think that's the uh a really great point because i find myself trapped in that sometimes right where i look at i look at somebody that's um that's really gifted. I think we've talked about this before. I think we talked about this last week or two weeks ago. But like you know, uh, somebody that can play a a, a guitar mm-hmm. uh, or a bass or a piano or anything, any kind of musical instrument, right? Yeah. And people be like, "Man, what I wouldn't give to play it," you know. And, yeah. and then I think in my little cynical mind, I think, "Well, I can make a whole list of things you wouldn't give. You wouldn't give up your free time. <laughs> you wouldn't give up your all right, like because <laughs> money be, to pay for money lessons. to pay for lessons <laughs> and the and the amount of time you would spend doing it and and those TV shows that you'd rather watch and yeah. the you know other things that you know you do. I like, see. I I also have a reverse thought. Okay, uh, same concept. Reverse thought, which is people that say I wouldn't do that for a million dollars. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you know, like, like, have you ever seen a million dollars in a briefcase in hundreds? I haven't, but I've seen four hundred thousand dollars, man, about four hundred fifty thousand dollars in various denominations before. Uh, won't tell you why or when or how, uh, but it's a lot of money. And so, like, I, I always just like when people are like, "You couldn't get me to drive a Chevy for a million dollars." Yeah, you would. If I gave you a million dollars to hop in this Chevy and take it around town, think, you would do that in a heartbeat. I think they're speaking in hyperbole. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's to your point. The reverse, where people are like, "What I wouldn't give." Well, yeah, there's a lot of things you wouldn't give for yeah, people for like that. Man, what I would. What I wouldn't do to be in shape like that. What well, you wouldn't run, <laughs> right? Right. Like, like you wouldn't like, run. Like you wouldn't like me. Like <laughs> you're like you know. Hey, you could you you should really get in shape. No, I I I spend that time doing other things. This thank is you. The, this is the shape I inhabit, and I feel quite comfortable quite in it. Pear shape. Thank you very this much. Is, <laughs> this, this is a shape, and I am in it. Yeah. So I think I think the sometimes the point, I bulge out of it. Hey. Don't talk about me like that. Um, but I think I think part of it is you can appreciate 
other people and their gifts. And I think that that's, um, that's one thing, right? The appreciation of somebody and their gifts, but don't, but be happy with your gifts, right? They were given to you for a purpose. Um, and so I think that's and if you, yeah, hard. I think if you don't feel like you have any gifts, you're under, you, you, you have a miss, you're misrepresenting yourself. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think you everybody need to has get, something. You need to get a little more introspective. Yeah. Um, I, now let me ask you that uh, kind of an off, off same topic, kind of off a little Wait bit. Wait a minute. No, not on this podcast. Yeah. No, never. you've stopped you right there. <laughs> so in this mindset, okay, everybody has a gift. Everybody has something to bring to the table, right? Totally, totally agree. 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 Um, there's this corporate, uh, and sometimes not corporate, uh, viewpoint or mindset that like like oh, the more people we can bring into this the mm. more ideas we can get and the better everything will be well that's not necessarily true because some people's gift isn't what you're asking them to think about right Ooh, you know you, you get what i'm saying so um like maybe a good example maybe it's not a great example a good example in our world right would maybe be uh hospitality right okay. and not everybody has the gift of hospitality not yes, everybody can correct. have a friendly yeah. smiling face and open the door for somebody and greet them uh, <laughs> welcomingly into the building and serve coffee and all this yeah. kind of stuff some people just like me when I smile, I have to n- know that I need to smile. I just walk around with a frumpy face mm-hmm. and I walk fast. Takes more muscles to frown the smile. <laughs> Takes more muscles. To, well, that's my muscle workout, okay? That's my working out. But, you know, like... So, I, you, so, you have a nice shape to your face. Thank you. Very fit. When I when I go um, to do hospitality, I, I, I do... I, like, I'm a, I'm a genuine, outgoing kind of person. But you're faking times. it. I get it. I'm, I, you know, but I got to make sure that I smile. Some people are just naturally good at smiling. They work well in hospitality, right? And then there's, there's other people that are even worse than me, maybe. And they're always frumpy, right? Yeah. They don't work well in hospitality. Got it. So, like... Why would you bring him onto your team to be like, let's talk about hospitality? What do you, I mean, I guess you could be like, what do you think we should do different? Like, what would make you feel more uh, welcome or whatever? But like, you know, maybe, maybe they're not the right person with the right gifts to like bring aboard. Yeah. And I think, I think what you're saying is like, oh, sometimes they just, let's get all the different perspectives in the room in one spot. Yeah. To discuss. Yeah. That's better, like like data gathered in silos and then used to to maybe that's what yeah. you're saying. And I'm like, okay with not the, no, I'm okay with perspectives yeah, too. Yeah. Okay, but I want the perspective to be from somebody with a gift of what you're getting the perspective. I'll give you I'll give you a great example. A better analogy, a way better analogy. All right, okay. Good. So first, uh, I have no musical talent whatsoever, and you're pretty rough with analogies. And I'm really terrible at analogies. So like, you know, the, I have zero. the band, if there was a band, why would they be like, Keith, how do we do? What do you think we should do differently? I don't have any musical talent. I'd be like, well, instead of a, a C sharp, you should have played a C flat yeah, there. Well, I'm like, no, no, don't listen to me. I have no, I have no gift other than being able to have two ears that can listen to you play. The, and then I'm questioning what I'm hearing. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't, don't ask me, don't get my perspective now. Now, if you just you want can get me, the perspective of an audience member, or, yeah, if you just like me that to knows say, music, if you just like me to say it sounds sounds good to me. Yeah, you know what I'm just like. So I guess that's my point. Is like, I I guess I get frustrated when the phrase "everybody has something to offer" and let's get everybody's perspective. Well, everybody has something to offer, but it may not be as good as other people. No, I don't, I don't mean it like that. But like maybe the, that offer is for something else. Yeah. Right, not with the topic that we're talking about. You know, you know what I mean. You ever oh, like you, yeah. you're in a group yeah. and you're like, "Hey, Bobby, what do you think about this?" And Bobby's like, mm-hmm. "It's pretty much when anybody gets my opinion about anything." That's true. You know, you're like, ah, "There's a better. There's a more." Um, I appreciate you asking. There is a. Uh, there's a better. There. There is a better answer somewhere. Unless it's yard work. Mm, no. Or how to fix a pool pump. I'm right. just, you know, still, there's like an authority. Mechanically, there's an a, stuff. No, I ask other people those questions. Oh, Bob Vila? Yeah. I yeah. Just, I'd ask Bob too. Well, so that, yeah. be happy with your gifts. Um, your gifts are unique. And, you know, make sure you use them appropriately, you know, and don't apply your gifts to things that your gifts don't apply yeah, to. I say be content with your gifts. Be content. Contentment. You know, I don't know. What's the difference between being happy and being content? Happiness. I said be happy. You said be content. What's the yeah, difference? Content. So don't be complacent. Yeah. Complacent is not using your gifts. That's the that's like what we opened with mm-hmm. talking about like mm-hmm. gifts that you're not. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I got them. They're over there in a box. Not going to use that. Mm, nah. Too much work. Not mm-hmm. getting that out. Mm, yeah. I'm super musical but I'm not going to do anything with it. That sort of uh, perspective, right? Um, which I'm not. I'm not super not musical, musical at all. Like I'm not me. musical at all. Um, that's why we went to somebody else for our intro. That's right. <laughs> a real... A real musician. A real musician. <laughs> a real professional musician. And even then, we were, he was like, what do, you, what do you want me to play? And we're like, we're we, like don't we don't know anything. I just play something. It's going to be glorious. We'll take five seconds of it yeah. put it in our intro. <laughs> I just had to stand by and not applaud because I didn't want it to muddle the audio. So, um, along, okay. So, I have this, and you can tell me if you have experienced this before, okay? Um, but I feel like there's certain times in certain places that I can, I can go to or, 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 or be. And if I'm in the right, if I'm in the right mode, Mm -hmm. right. Um, I feel more connected. Yes. Amateur. Amateur. Uh, (laughs) I feel more connected, uh, to, to God and the Holy spirit than in other places. Right, where you just you just get this feeling um, that maybe maybe the air between heaven and earth are, is a little thinner, right? Like a thin space, as you might as you might say. Have, have you experienced this? Yeah. Where where is your thin space? So I think the common thread most uh, um those experiences or spaces have would be solitude. Mm. You know, I think, I think receptivity 
to the spirit is directly correlated to reduction of distractions. Mm. So for me, a thin space is, and maybe that just says I'm easily distracted, but um, solitude. Interesting. Um, And then the more solitude, the greater the solitude, I'd say the thinner the space, right? If you're the only one at home, solitude. If you're the only one at home, outdoors without any technology, another another layer like, too. Another level. Right? If you're the only person in the... Um, Tri-state area. Tri- in, a, in, a, in the... In the, in the, in the in the mountainous region of whatever, right? Like yeah. you're on the hike alone. Yeah. Increase solitude, right? Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Where you, to where you have you can't hear any. Yeah. You can't hear any of those. No road noise. Yeah. No. Yep. You know, you're just there with nature, hearing some birds, some insects buzzing you. Um. Yeah, I I can get I can get aboard with that. I think I think probably you ever heard of those sound deprivation chambers? Oh, dude, I want to do one of those so bad. There's one. Up, I think I might lose my mind. No, that got debunked. You won't actually lose your mind. Well, it'll still be there when you get out. It'll just be a little different. <laughs> there's one in. Uh, there's one up in. I think something in Minnesota or somewhere. That's Is there? Like, yeah, that's a, it was like a recording studio. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have to. What it was from again. like the 80s, but it's buried underground and the whole room suspended. Whoa! So it's all the foam sound absorbing stuff, and then but there's a mesh platform that's suspended in there, and the whole thing's yeah. on like bungee cords or whatever. So like you can't even make noise. Oof! Like you can try, but you can't. It just like you can scream and you just can't hear. Well, it. you can make, but you can create noise, but there's no. It gets absorbed, and there's no echo or bounce back. Oh or... yeah, I always think of too though, where they take it a step further, and they like will like put you suspended in yeah. water. Oh, that's a immersion. It's like a therapy. Yeah. To to help you. But that immersion. usually has audio in there. Yeah. It? Um, like like th- yeah, but it's they... it's the it's the sensation of like. You know when you hear yourself underwater, yeah. you hear a noise underwater, yeah. it's super muffled or yeah. whatever, and it doesn't make it's garbled, it doesn't make any sense or whatever. So it's very similar to that. Or like oh, and they, oh yeah, and I hear the they'll there's some of them where they make the, the water super buoyant. Like yeah, that's it, what I mean. The salinity's really high, so it's really buoyant. So like you float. You just and, float. And, and you don't have to. Like you don't have to yeah. <gasps> and it's body temperature. Ooh. So you can't even tell where you, you where, where you, you end, end and, and it, it begins. begins. Oh man. Oof. That would be crazy. Uh, there's a, there's a, um, I think it's in Tennessee. No, I think it's in uh, uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, it's like an underground. It's like an underground hotel room that you can get. Uh, and it's like I don't know, like five miles underground or something. And you can't hear anything. It's in a cave, you know. And they've got couple beds there and you know some other stuff or whatever but there's there's no like tv nothing you're just you you go there to be alone like completely and utterly alone to to a lot of people go there and write and stuff like that there was the cave explorer that just spent i think it was 500 days crossed her 500 today and living in a cave oh yeah yeah they bring her they brought she had a support crew yeah you know that was a cave i thought somebody was living in a tree for like 500 days no it's underground it was in a cave 
Maybe maybe they're sisters. <laughs> wow, that would be that'd be kind of crazy. Um, yeah, no, but I, you know, I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm maybe a little opposite to you. Um, I always find when I'm in, especially in the summertime, if I'm on our back porch or our deck, and the kids are playing, you know, they're not bothering us, and like me and my wife are just sitting there. That's like. I don't know, man. There's something magical about it. Like, there's something magical about that time and that moment. Not like if me and my wife are having a conversation and we're like, you know, so it's still kind of that. Does that feel like a spiritually thin place or to just yeah. feel like a. No, like a spiritually thin place. Like, I, I just, like, I, I just get this immense. Um, Warm fuzzies. Feeling of love. I, it's just like the weirdest sensation that you can, you can get, right? Uh, and a little personal. But uh, I can't, I can't help but like, uh, I, I, I cry every time, right? And then my wife will be like, my wife ruins it. What's wrong? <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the moment, you know? <laughs> nothing. Until now. <laughs> Until now. Uh, I, uh, true story. I am, um, I don't cry normally, uh, but dude. Like movies, you know, like old old yeller and stuff like that, man. Get me every time. You know what really gets me? What? Um, those, you know, whatever bank financial commercials where it's like a uh, granddad holding his like grandson's like hand and they're like walking on a beach, and it's just like, uh, you know, he's like, I just want the best for my grandkids, you know, or something like that. Just gets me every time. At, are you serious? Yeah, every time. It's not every a joke. time. Not a joke. This isn't. I'll just like I'll just start cheering up. I'll be like, "Ooh, something got in my eye. Something got in wow. my eye." Wow, I was I just sitting here thinking. Like, I don't know. I was why. thinking that's a lame punchline, dude. dude I'm like, serious. I thought you were joking. It's not a joke. You're messing it's with serious. It. Serious every time. I don't know why. Like I don't the, know why. The, no oh, the love of a grandfather and financial security. <laughs> it's, really. financial, it's financial security. I think it's like <laughs> that the, really gets me right there. That financial security. It's like that. <laughs> it's like those progressive or whatever the insurance commercials are where they're like we like people pay attention when the commercials have nostalgic moments and the yeah. little kids like it's like a home video and he's opening up a box like his brother got a new bike right right he got a home insurance <laughs> plan insurance plan uh, i just got the stupid bike <laughs> yeah those commercials don't get me they don't get you at all they, okay they do make me chuckle a little bit though which is the opposite of crying i think <laughs> anyway Oh, can't laugh <laughs> if you can't. I mean, oh, yeah. you ain't What's laughing. That? You're crying. Okay, I guess. Anyway, so no, I mean, I think, I think um, for me, if you're not connected to your spiritual gift, if you don't know what that is, and you don't, um, you know, uh, you you don't feel like you've got one, um, then I would, I would look for that thin space, right? That place where you can go, mm-hmm. whether it's mowing the lawn and, where, you, where and you can where you can be receptive where you can be receptive to it's hard to hear from the lord if you're not listening that's right that's right we talked we've talked about that a lot um and yeah i would just i would just encourage people to spend time um and find that place find a place that you can go to and you feel that that connectiveness that you don't feel normally and a lot of times it's to your point, it's uh, focus. It's minimizing distractions. Um, 
you know, and not just minimizing but eliminating distractions and uh, be prepared to spend time, lots of time there and develop that connection, you know, and that, and that feeling. And it may, it may be a different place for you than it is anywhere else. Yeah. Right? I hope so. It's as unique as your gifts are. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll all be in the same area <laughs> at the be. same time. And see, then I can't and find really solitude. There's no solitude. It's really distracting. Hey, what are you doing here? Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to find my thin space. <laughs> no, this is my thin space. What are you talking about? You out. <laughs> Especially if you're like trying to take a nap on the couch or something. So people just start walking in your living room. Okay. Hey, man. I think that's a good spot to end it. I think that's, I mean, the sands of time are almost out, but they're time almost we actually out. conclude this thing, it'll be done. So, I think you just think of, time. spend this week thinking of something you can do to engage um, those gifts, the spiritual gifts you've received um, or that are living in you. Something that you could engage and not, uh, not make it like my uh, giant, salt block that's just hanging out in a box because i haven't even used it yeah so or or my fire box that i've used twice report back next week see you all right